Hi guys, uh, I'm excited uh, to be talking to you guys again. This is Baldo out of the Hadi Health Podcast, and I'm excited to be talking to you guys today and getting to uh, uh, present to you one of my best best friends, uh, Margot Hemholt. She's a uh, fantastic. She's a NLP practitioner. She coaches people. She helps people figure some stuff out, um, and, and then teaches teaches them tools on how to quickly overcome whatever it is that they that they need to overcome and uh and apply it to their to their jobs to their businesses to their lives to quickly make an impact in their lives so it's really cool because uh, i've known margo for a little while now and uh the first time we got to talk to work a little bit together she invited us to one of her nlp trainings uh just to help out and, and, and speak to uh speak to to well from our side the vitamins the vitamins and in biochemistry and how it affects uh the brain and how it affects your body and we wanted to kind of tie into what 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 they do in their trainings and so uh from there it's just been like yeah we need to continue working together so this interview was uh a couple weeks back and it's and it's great because she's about to release another fantastic training and so this speaks a little bit to that but then also uh, just to to uh, for you guys to listen what it's all about what she what she loves to work on and uh, I mean I'm not I'm not gonna keep you guys here too much longer just because like she'll say things way better and it's a fantastic interview but as always it's brought to you by MSW nutrition you can always go to iDoVitamins.com, use code HDYH or how do you health to get 50% off their supplements it's great products. We love working on them. And um, without further ado, here we go. All right, guys, welcome to the Hottie Health Podcast. I'm excited about uh, today's episode. We have Margot Hemholtz. She is a mindset mentor, but I wanted to introduce her as like an all around badass. <laughs> like she is. And uh, you're one of my favorite people, by the way. And, uh, and I do say every week, I do say like, Hey, we're interviewing a friend, like whatever. And you are a friend and so are they. Um, but you are one of my favorite people. We get to do a lot with you and uh, your business partner in one of your ventures. Yes. I like, I like to say adventures because that's what they are, right? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, and uh, we've helped so many people, uh, talked about so many different things on mindset, brain function, just all around, all types of health, mental health. Today, we're talking about mental wellness at the Lunch and Learn. And of course, we have Nurse Doza. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it mental wellness because that's how people really, that was a Joe Lindley thing. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, so we got Nurse Doza, I'm Tex-Mex Yogi, so let's get the party started. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's a Friday. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost the end. Like it's halfway, at least over halfway part of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what people are kind of like forgetting right now is the past year. They've they're like almost considered twenty twenty one and twenty to be a, like a lump. Yeah, right. And I've heard people say, "Oh, I forget what year it is," because it seems like kind of mundane and, and redundant sometimes. And thankfully, like going to your seminars, uh, it's not like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very welcoming, like, uh, positive, like optimistic way to look at things. And I think it's a breath of fresh air yeah. because there's a lot of times that people, uh, I mean, are probably looking for something to help them, some kind of self-improvement. Um, 
what I want you to talk about NLP, uh, but what I learned about NLP was uh, at first it was a way to change your mind. Mm -hmm. And then after a while I learned it was a way to uh, have a tool that you can use anytime on yourself. Mm -hmm. One of right. many tools. One of many tools. Yeah. yeah. So can you, can you explain a little bit about and, NLP? And really quick, because you Definitely. also say this, you guys also say this in, in the environment, but it's really cool to like, even when you just first walk into the room, you already feel a difference. Mm. And because I'm big on environments, like whenever we do anything, it's like, no, we're, we're not like setting up a boat, we're setting up an environment. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, NLP is, it literally stands for, um, neuro linguistic programming and neuro is, you know, the neurological connections, what's going on in your brain, linguistics, the language that you're speaking, and then processing is just programs, programming, systems, structures, all of that. So systems that you get to use for yourself, for your mind, for your life. Um, and so we all do things and have strategies for things now, um, how you get up in the morning, how you are in your relationships, how you are with your health, all of that is a strategy and it gives you a certain kind of result. So NLP helps you identify what are your strategies? How do you do things now? And depending on where you want to be, what do you need to change or recode or reprogram so that you can achieve different results? better results. Um, a lot of what they talk about, a lot of the NLP community and things like that is around modeling success. Um, so that's, I feel like high level what it's about. Modeling success. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of very successful people have already come to y'all mm -hmm. and, and they're already in business, right? It's not that they're trying to start a business necessarily. Right. They're, they're already professionals. Yes. And they're trying to adapt, learn new methods to, to have critical thinking. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of trauma that is involved with, with a lot of this work, right. And it's mm -hmm. basically breaking those things that are, or breaking away from those things that are kind of holding you back. Right. Depending on if you've done this kind of work before, if you've dove into your self-development and your past and things like that, what's made you who you are today. Um, if you haven't done that kind of exploration, then for sure it can be a lot of bringing up trauma or things from your past that may have been out of your conscious awareness yeah. um, in order to change what you're experiencing now. Um, yeah, yeah, it can be a lot for some people in the beginning and then for people that come in that are already consistent with self-development, maybe they do other aspects of it in different ways because there's a million ways to do it. They come in and they're already aware sometimes of the things that are holding them back, but they want to know how to change them Yeah, also. And I think that's the, the integration part, right? It's like, all right, I want to take action now. What do I do? Yeah. You know, like I'm here, I'm ready to make the change. What yeah. do I do now? And I think that's what's interesting is that even, uh, I mean, we had y'all here for the lunch and learn mm -hmm. and uh, I got to watch from home. So it was nice. And there, there was interaction. There was activities that you could do right there, like in yes. real time, like, you you know, give yourself five minutes to do an activity mm -hmm. and all of a sudden like, okay, you already felt the change afterwards, right? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I, uh, I did your, one of your activities the other day, the, uh, the one where you push the, uh, association dissociation. Yeah. I yeah. did that the other day actually. That's cool. amazing. And I did it and I kept thinking I had y'all's voices in my head. <laughs> uh, and if, if you, wanted to go into it later you can explain it but Absolutely. i just i remember i was like all right cool and then when they say how you feel at the at, at, now that you've done it mm -hmm. there's a sense of relaxation yeah and it just cal calmly goes over you 
And it's weird because for some people, they don't know what that's like. Mm. And the mental healthness aspect of it is living in anxiety on a constant basis Mm -hmm. is not knowing what relaxation feels like. Yeah. And it's a difficult thing for most people to just wrap their head around of just saying, if you're just there, can you be comfortable in your own skin Mm. and, and, and feel present enough to be blessed? And we're always having to do something. Mm -hmm. NLP almost tells your brain, like, you know what? You can allow yourself to not work as hard if you just focus on a couple of thoughts. Yeah, it's it's uh, a whole toolkit. Some things work really well for some people, like the association dissociation, and then other people have other favorites. And it really helps you learn how to master your state at all times. And we're human, so even if something happens and you're at the effect of something or something pisses you off or um, you know, you're telling yourself, okay, why is this happening right now? It gives you a tool set to fall back on every single time for your whole life. So the association dissociation helps you take a charged event and push it far away from you until it's super tiny and dark and small until you can't feel the charge anymore, um, which allows you to be in control of your emotions. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to bridge a few things uh, together. Um, So I'm going to prime it here. I mean, throughout the podcast, I'm going to try to bridge a a few things. But there's one thing that uh, I'm going to go back to a question that I used to ask very often to people uh, regarding the idea that people um, seem to have to go through like a very strong, like either traumatic or just negative mm-hmm. event in order to make a jump. Yeah. So that's one thing. Uh, another thing I want to go, I want to touch on the idea that you fall, but then you grow and you never fall as, as, uh, yes. as far as before. And then I also want to get into like your story, how you came into this because you have mm. an incredible story and, and, uh, and I think it's important. Right. Um, but, but that's part of where I want to go to is, you know, why is it like, or what would be a solution, right. To, to someone wanting to get to this step without yeah. having to have a negative hit rock bottom or something. Burst. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think it depends on how you're motivated So people are either motivated towards pleasure or away from pain. So let's say you have a health goal and you want your body to look a certain way. You want to feel a certain way when you get up in the morning. And let's say right now you're not at a weight that you'd like and you wake up feeling groggy and you're not feeling healthy. Well, if, you know, your goal is positive, what you're setting out to do is positive, Though let's say the reasons you're motivated to be in perfect health is because you're afraid of gaining more weight and you're afraid of letting your partner down and you're afraid of, you know, having your kids grow up that way also, right? All of those things when you hear those motivations are painful things, but that can very easily motivate you to get to where you want to be, get to your perfect health. The thing with the way from motivation and the pain is um, the closer you get to your goal, the farther away you get from the painful motivations that were motivating you in the first place. So then the less motivated you get. So if you feel like you're creating inconsistent results, you get close and then you go back a little bit and then you get closer and then you go back a little bit and then you're like almost there. And then you're like, Oh, maybe I'll coast for a little bit. And then you get reminded of the pain again. Um, then it just simply means you're away from motivated. So you don't have to have that be a motivation. The awareness is the first step. 
And then towards motivated is, let's say you're motivated towards perfect health because you love how feeling good in the morning allows you to serve more people. And it allows you to be there for your family even more. And you feel good looking in the mirror. Those are all positive things. So the closer you get to your goal, um, the more of that you achieve and the more motivated you get and the more consistent your results are. So if you're somebody that you feel like you've had these rock bottoms or these low points of um, pain before you get to the change, it doesn't have to be that way. There are also a lot of really incredible people out there that are super away from motivated, so it's not a negative thing. Um, and it's just life is easier if you can first be aware of it and then ask yourself, well, how can I be motivated towards something that's pleasurable, positive, and feels good? Um, and if it's a struggle to just switch it like that, which sometimes it can be, uh, if you don't do the work as much, then that's where like hiring a coach or just doing the work comes in yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's probably the best answer we've had to that. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, and it is though, but it makes sense, right? Because, yeah. because so many people wait or not necessarily wait, but like at some point it just hits you and it's like, Oh shit. Like I've been needing to make this change. Now I have yeah. no other choice but to make this change. And sometimes it takes us being fed up with ourselves fully and completely yeah. <laughs> to just say, I can't go back. I, I just can't have anything to do with this anymore. And that's okay. But in the long run, for your health, for your mind, for everything, it's easier to be towards motivated. Well, it's the coasting thing, right? Because yeah. it's like I'm always trying to figure out, like, how do we, like, 10x something, right? Mm. Like, instead of, like... You know, we all, we always grow like by two percent, like you know, twenty percent. Like that's that's typical. That's like no problem. Yeah. Every single time. But how do we? How do you like grow by like a hundred percent? Right. Like that's that's more of like what's that motivation? How do right. how do you get there quicker? Yeah. And uh, having to like first like have a horrible like three months before like no, we're never going back there again. It's like like we're we're hitting we're going hard. Yeah, especially when it's with a team of people like in a business. Um, then you have to make sure that everybody's on the same page. So the person running the show, like the both of you could be super towards motivated. And then if you have other people on the team that are away from motivated, it's just going to, it's going to create different results when you're working together as a unit. Um, so for sure, when it comes to teams and you're wanting to 10 X your results in your business, um, doing the work so that you know how everybody's motivated also helps. Yeah. I, yeah. But I think being on the same wavelength has to, has to be important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had a meeting last week. And uh, it was our first meeting amongst staff since we were in the new re remodel. I mean, this yeah. is in April, and now we're at the end of July. So, like, you know, you have a couple people who really don't know. I didn't think know our story about how we started the company. And, mm -hmm. like, at this point, we are established. So, it's, it's a nice story to let even staff, like, get to know. Mm -hmm. uh, we think about just the camaraderie and just the, the greater good, the greater intention. Right. And, and it still fascinates me when you have a team that like believes in each other and believes in the purpose. They have to be motivated on a constant basis. They have to be reminded. They have to be told there's all these little things that, that add up and the attention to details are the ones that make the 10 X. Right. It's not like we always expect like big things to happen. Oh, like, well, if just this happens, this big thing happens, most likely it's not going to happen that way. Right. That's why people are like, well, if I just win the lottery, yeah, no. you know, it's like, yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. Well, that's that not a good plan. Either. It's, it's yeah. not a good plan either, but it's, uh, it's chipping away at the rock. 
like every day. If you're trying to basically smash a boulder, you're not going to do it with one yeah. smash. It's going to take a million yeah. little smashes. And then eventually you chip the first piece away. Yeah. And how many people have the diligence and the fortitude to basically go through it all. Mm. Right. And that's the, that's the biggest thing. I think what you're doing is you empower people every day. Like mm -hmm. you specifically, Margaret, like will empower people every day to say, look, there's nothing holding you back beside yourself. Yes. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You can change your mind one second. You can. Right. And then all of a sudden your life changes forever. And the more you do it, the easier it is. Yes. It that's is. it. And that's why it's awesome. It's yeah. a lifelong journey. It doesn't end. You don't just go to one training or have one conversation and then you're set for life. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it um, is that it just continues and there's layers to things. And the more you do it, the more you master yourself in this moment, the easier it gets. I like that. And yeah. I, you have to point that out that it will get easier. Mm -hmm. um, the first time you do a couple of things, it's going to be hard. For it's sure. It's going to be difficult. You, I don't like to use the word failure. Mm -hmm. right because that's not it's a learning experience exactly that's all it is in right? the same way yeah and so it's like all right well what could i take away from that you get, you're taught everything like every single time mm -hmm. and it's just whether you choose to accept it or not and and if you let that ego down for just a little bit and you look at constructive criticism mm -hmm. it's one of those terms that i don't know if it's used in business as me anymore right they used to do a sandwich approach right it takes yeah. something good some bad and some good but really i look at uh we should always have a reflection every day of like where we're at and yes. If, even if it's more of like you personally, what are you, where are you at? Mm -hmm. You know, like coming into here, I'd like to know where the staff is like, how's everyone's head today? Mm -hmm. Right. Because if they're no good up there, they're yeah. not good the rest of the day. Totally. And, uh, one of our friends, uh, said every, for his company, which I think was about 300 employees, he said, uh, they would have a place for meditation and breath work at 10 a.m. Mm. in their warehouse like every day. That's amazing. And whoever wanted to show up, I mean, I didn't, he, they didn't make it like mandated, but it was like close to like, we really encourage everyone to do it. Yeah. So if you don't really want to, that's fine. For the fine. most part, everyone was there. But everyone was there. Like no yeah. one like missed it because they were like, we need this. Yeah. And so just those radical approaches add up. And I, like I said, I've been blown away with NLP. I personally can attest to it mm -hmm. because I've had a lot of work done on me. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's like looking at the glass in a different way, right? Just mm -hmm. like, can you look at it from this perspective? Yeah. And then what's really cool is you can feel the synapses and the new plasticity happening, like the pathways. Right. I mean, it's really incredible. I've had to... I've had to work on a couple exercises where I was like literally fighting in my head. Mm -hmm. Like you can feel your brain. Like imagine if you're like, no, 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 no. Every time something comes up, yeah, you're like, no. How do you train your brain to say yes, yes, yes. Every time it comes up, it's like literally you're saying no, no, yes, yes. Yeah. Tell yourself yes. Like in your brain, two like voices, right. right? Yeah. I mean, that's what it feels like. Yeah. And it's, and it's when you try to consciously work on anything you're wanting to improve on or overcome, it's a lot harder versus these tools allow you to work at the unconscious level, which is where you're not consciously trying to figure out the problem because we say, you know, if, if you could consciously solve all your problems, mm -hmm. like coaches wouldn't be here, mentors wouldn't be here, therapists wouldn't be here, counselors wouldn't be here. Like the world would be a very different place. That would be a cool world to live and in. You would have already solved it too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so the tools allow you to relax and get to a level where the change can happen yeah. to where then where you normally would have been fighting the response because it was a learned behavior and normally in this situation you respond this way. It then allows you to just change in an instant 
and then however consciously long you want to tell yourself, okay, and I need a week and then I'm fully on the other side or it can happen in an instant, you can physiologically feel the change happening, uh, especially when it's a big one. Um, And I love pointing that out when I work with clients too, is like that is one of the most fulfilling things about this work is getting to see somebody transform right in front of your eyes, going from maybe struggling or really in the problem and really foveal and not seeing a way out to all of a sudden a new perspective, like a new way of looking at it. And you just see it when it clicks. Sometimes it's really subtle and sometimes it's like, holy, can I cuss on here? Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm the change that you're talking about where you see the transformation it's rare that people ever see that. So I'm just going to kind of elaborate on that. So mm. we do IVs here. Uh, let's say that someone comes in and they're not, they're a little run down. You can see their color come back in them when like yeah. halfway through the IV and they start talking and everything like that's an incredible transformation. Yeah. Uh, adjustments, same deal. I, my back was hurting. You adjusted me to get off the table. They're like, wow, I feel so much better. And they start walking around. Great. Well, whenever you're talking about the immediate change, uh, you know, the long-term effects of it are that most people are trying to search for the short-term effect for the long-term effect, and they're searching across the world for it, like an ayahuasca journeys. Mm. They're looking for psilocybin journeys. They're doing cambo and, and whatever, anything else, right? And what's incredible, I tell people, like, you can do all that with, like, an LP work. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you don't have to go anywhere to do it. Like, yes. you just sit at home and yeah. do it there, <laughs> right? It's true. And it's, it's probably just as maybe as powerful. Maybe you could say more powerful because you're when you go to a person to give you an ayahuasca ceremony, mm-hmm. you're just there. You're presenting yourself. You're just not just present. You're involved in NLP work. Mm-hmm. So then you can take those tools and it's like we educated you now. Yeah. And now you have a tool that you can use forever. It's not like I can reach back in my pocket and pull more ayahuasca out of it later. It's like, oh, I need another reset again. Right. I guess I got to fly to South America again. Yeah. No, that's not the case. Mm. Yeah. And, well, but see, even those, like, psychedelics should also be more just a tool than, than like, you know, people go and do three, four, five ayahuasca ceremonies. And I'm just like, I don't understand, like, why didn't you do like deeper work the first time? Cause they thought that was going to solve the problem. Right, well, they, they thought, thought that, that was the, they thought, yeah. Well, that's the problem in today's society. They think a drug is going to solve my problem. Here, yeah. take this statin, take this blood pressure pill. Yeah. yeah. You won't have any problems anymore. Take this jab in yeah. my arm and you won't get sick again. And it's like, and that's not necessarily the case. Mm. And, and it's like this, like, all right, it was mental illness, right? All right. Let's say we calm someone down Yeah. and you feel great after this, let's yeah. say the IV, right? Like I feel amazing. How many times do I have to do this again? Mm-hmm. We always get that question. Yeah. How many times I need to do this? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like check your response and see how long it lasts for you. Mm-hmm. Cause if it lasts a long time, you don't need much. Right. If you need a, if it doesn't last but a day or two, your tank's really empty. Mm. And so I think we need to have another conversation why you need this. Well, that's usually what happens when they they do come very often. Then it's like, well, hold on a second. Like what else, like what else is going on? Because we we, we take the time for that. Right. But but not not many practitioners do, right? Like or anything if an IV place probably wouldn't because they're like, well, great because we're selling more IVs. Right. For business. There's no other place in the world other than a clinical hardcore vitamin setting, uh, like an IV place that would do this. We, we open the idea to have the conversation start. Mm-hmm. 
And the subconscious for people who don't know, you have your conscious, which you're like, you're aware of everything, right? And your subconscious, you're not aware, mm -hmm. but it's there, right? That's simply it. That little voice in your head that tells you not to do it. Like, and then I'm learning about super conscious. Well, that's, that's all another thing. <laughs> whole nother podcast. That's, <laughs> before that's advanced, but before here, the subconscious is all those things that happen to you. They're in the Rolodex of your mind. And, and it come up throughout the course of a lifetime, you get triggers, you see deja vus again. You say like, I've been here before, crap. I don't like this when this happens. It takes me out of my comfort zone. I don't, I, I do this, I react instead of respond, right? And I think that's the hardest thing for most people is that how do you respond better, yeah. right? And then and, and so they say, well, I'm gonna take this thing. Well, how do you make it a program? So it's like, this is my new, my new response, mm -hmm. right? Because that's-, that's but it, Right, but goal, she right? kept saying, you kept saying continuation. Right, like there's a, there's a continuation of what it is. It's not just a one-time deal. Right, What's right. but to first change it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a hard drive. Yeah, yeah. And you just first have to be aware it's of. Like matrix when you go like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just like, no, no fucking. Yeah. Right. You're unplugging us out of the matrix. That's what it is, right? You're like, I'm going to take you out of the matrix. Wake up. Like, wake up. That's really what it is. And that, that'd it be is. a cool company for, a um, yeah. cool name for a company is like Matrix Solutions or something like that. Matrix Solutions. There you go. Yeah. I'm down. All right. You want, you want to do this or what? Nobody's still out. <laughs> no, no, I still um, but, uh, but yeah, like going back to it, it the, the tools, everyone's looking for a quick fix. Mm -hmm. Short-term gain. If you really, I, I mean, I hate to say this, but if you want a kind of quick fix, there's NLP works, you know, pretty quick. Like I said, I, I, I do them. Mm -hmm. I like having people tell me that they see a response in like minutes. Right. And you've seen that. That's why yeah. it's so cool. And, uh, and I, I know you've, I know that it's it's hard unless you've experienced it, but it's becoming more common. I know this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it, it's it's everywhere, and a lot of people are trained in it, and they just may not talk about it. Uh, yeah. Politicians, leaders, speakers. Um, there's just a, there's an art to it all, and a science to it all, and a and an art and a science to connecting with people and reading people and reading a room and the whole shebang. So it's it's definitely out there, um, and it's been around for a while. And I think now people are just kind of waking up to the idea of like how do you use it consciously with good intention? Because yeah. I think NLP gets a bad rep because there's also people out there that use it for for opposite reasons. Yeah, like cults. Uh, cults and also like there, there's a thing for dating and just like a lot of other things and I think with any good thing you can give it to somebody that doesn't have a good heart or pure intentions and you can use it for something else um, because it's very powerful tools and my uh, my dad actually came to my last he seminar. Yeah, we met him. And <laughs> yeah, we met him. <laughs> yeah, he got an IV. He bought a bunch of supplements and. He and the best questions, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> What's up, Dad, if you're listening? Um, I'll send it to him. But um, when you said, you know, are people, like, opening up to it and is it becoming more normalized, it's, it's something that he wasn't even open to. And when I started doing it, I... Well, because he said, like, I'm just coming to support, but I'm not going to... That's what he said. He said, I'm just going to come to support you. Because I said, hey, I really would love for you to see what I do in action. And, you know, his, his world is very... He's in corporate. He works with recruiting. He's very just hands-on and things need to make sense and they need to have a structure, very educational background, college, bachelor's, the whole shebang. And so for him, things that are intangible at first can seem woo 
And I think I became a metaphor for what I was creating in my life. And he had curiosity of, okay, like you're able to run a business and you're doing all these things. So like, what is this really about? And he came for the full three days. Yeah participated, took notes. He's actually coming to our NLP certification training in December. And so the the reason I'm sharing that is um, if you're listening and you're curious about it or you want to get deeper into the work uh, or you already are but you're not familiar with NLP, no matter your background, no matter what you read online about it, it's something to experience and that can totally transform your life. Because I think my dad, of all people, I would have never guest to well, be into it well, and then he from was meeting, great. <laughs> yeah. from, from meeting him i was like there's no way that he wasn't not going to participate he just has that like vibrancy right yeah. like i was like there's i can't like a learner. Like, just sit there and like he walked right up to us <laughs> what are you guys tell me on it like yeah. what is this i'm like okay yeah who are you like nice to meet you he goes, i'm mario's dad i was like oh okay that's cool and i was like you probably do these all the time and he's like no this is my first time yeah it's the first time yeah, yeah. and he says i'm here for her and yeah i was like that's cool like that's really cool you yeah. came here i was from my standpoint, you know, having parents <laughs> participate in what I'm doing, they're taking my supplements. Facts. My mom texted me last night. She was waiting more supplements. That's amazing. Yeah, it's so the best feeling. It is the best feeling. Whenever you feel validated. Because uh, I use my code real quick. Yeah. Use my code. <laughs> uh, you, because you see that now you're teaching your parents something. Yeah. Uh, and, Which is a and beautiful experience. It is a beautiful experience. It's, it's uh, the cycle, right? But, but then when they look at how they're aging – you know, I'm sure your dad doesn't want to slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's constantly working. reinventing himself. Yeah. And doing I, new things. And I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's what we all should strive for is just mm-hmm. try to always improve on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing wrong with attempting something that doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. Yeah. It's like, well, I wouldn't have known if I wouldn't have tried. Exactly. Right. I mean, what if I, we, what if I never would have asked you to start this business? Yeah. I, I mean, I, would have been lost somewhere. Yeah. Like you, in a good way. <laughs> but Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I was <laughs> like, like, oh, well, I would have been lost. Yeah. Been good or bad. But just making that change, right? Like, and then after a while, the implement- implementation and the, and the actions are what's the, the needed, like the necessity. When you ever think about looking at long term, you have to do short term first. Like, there's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. And People always have these big ideas. We can only take care of the short term. Well, that, that, that's all you can do. That's yeah. why when we do this in the future, we do this. And like when well, this happens. it goes back to like you're just chipping away. Yeah. You I say, mean, so yeah. many times in our, like in our experiences that like we'll experience like, like two or three months of like we're doing this and that and like whatever. And then all of a sudden, like all of them hit. Right. Like, mm. like that got done, that got done, that got done, that got done. And it was just like, oh, shit. Like then it's like. It's a lot. Yeah, I, like yeah. It's, it's a good example. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you this. So uh, we close at five usually on, mm-hmm. on, on the, we have interesting hours just because it serves us, you know, really. I mean, that's how it looks at it, but we serve as many people as we can. And obviously we'll stay late. So uh, I can't tell you, there's at least time, so I can count on this hand alone, uh, people who showed up at 5 p.m. Mm. wanting an IV. Yeah. And they're a new patient, like yeah. a new client. So this is going to take like an hour and a half. Yep. And there's been plenty of times where Baldwin and I are both there. Yeah. And we look at each other and he's like, this person wants an IV and it's a longest day or whatever. Yeah. Well, guess what will happen? We'll stay. And the crazy thing about it is we'll have an incredible conversation with that individual. We'll have someone who really needs help. Like actually this past week, 
So there was a guy that was sick. And he had called, he told me this yesterday, actually. This is, this is incredible. You talk about short-term, long-term, this is how it goes down. He was sick. He called a pharmacy in town mm -hmm. looking for a practitioner who could help him. Yeah. And the pharmacy gave him like six numbers. He called all six, couldn't get in right away. They're like, oh, we won't be able to see you for like two weeks. Yeah. He called back. Do you have any more? They gave him 13 more numbers. Still nothing. Wow. He was, he called, we were the last number. Mm. He, we were the very last number out of 20 places he called. Wow. And he called it like five, no, 450. And he's like, hey, I need help, blah, blah, blah. Can you do this for me? I'm like, yeah. Like, also, if you want to come in, we can help you too. He's like, well, I'm sick. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Come in. Right. What? Are you serious? Like, just get here. Like, just get here now. And yeah. He shows up. We talked to him. And he's just like, whatever. And it was incredible because this is, this is the fascinating thing about it. He looks at me and he goes, what do I need to do? I'll do anything. Hmm. And I was like, huh. It's such an open-ended statement, and there's a vulnerability attached to it. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go there. But I'll say, just sit there. I will take care of you, all right? He's been back two more times this week for a total of three times. So he came back yesterday. Yeah. And he told me his whole life has changed since then. Like, he hung out two hours after. I stayed with him, like, two hours afterwards yesterday. Yeah. And it was incredible because he was a 5 p.m.er. And I told him about another 5 p.m., our boy Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, this is what business people don't understand. Starbucks will replace your coffee if you knock it over. No questions asked. Like they won't even say like there's mm -hmm. a discount and they'll just say, here you go. And they'll yep. remember your name doing it, right? And it'll be in every single place around the world. Someone told us the other day, like, I don't want to be like Starbucks. I was like, wait a second. There's qualities within there that mean something because you do the short-term thing that means a long-term benefit mm -hmm. to everyone. You have yeah. a customer for life. You have a client for life. And that was the thing. He told me, so you're the last people we called and you didn't have to tell me to come in. He was, I was blown away when everyone else told me no, you know, like you told me yes. So the short term aspect of it is if I wasn't in the right headset, like mindset, mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, I'm tired. Yeah. Right? Like I'm exhausted. Like I don't want to deal with this crap and I don't want a sick person coming in here. I don't want to deal with that. I usually could have said no, but the idea that the past year, I had to work on myself so much more mm -hmm. because the world was burning down and I could not fall into that matrix. Baldo yeah. helped me out a lot. You've been working on, I'm sure you've been working mm -hmm. on a ton. Yeah. How, how many more people have you seen and helped now in the past year because of everything going on? So directly through like trainings privately and group coaching um, and then like small events probably around 200 people now that you've consistently like just been interacting yes and then that's not including like talks or yeah. the more like indirect like i don't i don't know if they implemented it afterwards but i spoke to them we talked about this but directly working with people 200 the goal is a thousand by the end of this year a thousand people that you and, and like good interactions mm -hmm, right? like, like in, in training seminar directly working with them for hours that's incredible that's a lot of processing that's a lot of yeah. interpretation mm -hmm. and, and and rebuttals like that's that's incredible how how are you doing it? How am I doing how you, it? How you, yeah, how are you keeping it together and doing it? Yeah, for myself. Yeah. Um, so there's, I learned a really cool um, phrase. The words that we use and affirmations, they're like spells, right? The food you eat in your body is fuels your body. The words that you speak fuel your mind. Your mind's always listening. Um, 
So I, I have something that I say and then a practice that I do to protect my energy so that I can show up powerfully for people. Because when you're with one person, you're putting out a certain amount of energy. When it's a room of 20 people, you're putting out a lot more energy. Um, so I, I want to say it right. It's ho, Ho'oponopono is a Hawaiian practice. And essentially it allows you to cut energetic cords through like a guided meditation with anybody that you come into contact with. Um, because anybody that you come into contact with, you exchange some kind of energy with. Um, so at the end of every day, clients, trainings, or just in general, whoever I see in my day, I will visualize everybody on a stage in front of me. And then I will see the energetic core that I have with them. And then I will say, I'm sorry, I love you, forgive me, thank you. And then it allows me to cut the energetic cord with them. And then I will see them disappear from the stage. So I'm no longer, I'm not affected by anybody's energy. I can be myself and be who I need to be for them. Um, and it also allows people to show up as whoever they're going to be next when you see them, because people change every second of the day. And if you don't, if you're not constantly working on yourself, if you don't work on like protecting your energy, somebody could be changing in your life, but you have old neurology for them and you don't see the change that they're doing or see the, the way they change and show up in their life. So I have to do that for the people I work with, especially. Um, and then I like to say, uh, dear unconscious mind to myself, sometimes I do it less often now. I don't need it as much, but, uh, it's like, like a mantra, like an affirmation, um, dear unconscious mind, please protect me and reject anything that doesn't serve me and my sphere and only allow things that empower me, enlighten me and help me transform and serve me. Uh, thank you. And so it's like, I build this relationship with myself that way so that I can, if I want to watch a TV show. I love billions right now. If I want to watch billions or I want to, uh, maybe be with some family that I don't really resonate with their way of thinking, but I also don't want to be affected by it. And I still love them. So I want to spend time with them. Then I can say these mantras to myself and be unaffected, or I can watch TV and it, it doesn't enter my mind. Um, or I can be around somebody and still be myself yeah. and still feel full. Yeah. So um, that's how you can watch scary movies. <laughs> See, I've done that less and less now, though. Even knowing that mantra, <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's funny because I love scary movies, and they don't really affect me. I don't have the nightmares. I don't. Like, My grandma's that way. Like it's just fun. Yeah. Like it's it's fun. Yeah, I, I know it is. Watch it. My wife, she'll she'll always watch it. And every time I told her. She, I don't want to do it. I just, it doesn't. We actually had a conversation. Yeah. Her and I had yeah. a conversation. I just like, I don't it. care. Like, it's fine. Just, why not? And I'm like, I I can't get into it. It's just really but hard. And it's it funny has to be his well done, Eric, His wife and I, like, like, the cornier it is, like, the raunchier it is, the better. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, is it gory stuff too? Like, because I, I don't can even, do gory. See, it's that's even that. But, but you used to operate on freaking, like, <laughs> cadavers and stuff. I know, but that's real life. But it's not like <laughs> intentionally trying to rip them out for, like, other Take intentions. their soul. Yeah, like, this is more like I'm learning from this, you know? Sure. But whatever. It's fine. So I remember one of the first times we co worked, we talked about uh, the idea that, like, uh, what. Well, let me see if I can get this right. We talked about how, like, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be hard to mm, mm -hmm. to be successful or to, yeah. to get something done, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and we had that conversation, and you're like, yeah, I probably need to work on that. Yes. So what tool did you use for that? 
Mm, so that one for me is it's a process and it gets easier and easier to notice if I am being really hard on myself. Um, I had the limiting belief and still at some point in my childhood that it needed to be hard in order for it to be worth it. Yeah. It needed to be really challenging and difficult before it gets really good. Um, or before you achieve anything, you almost have to exhaust yourself and then, and then you'll get there. Um, you can imagine that that would be really tiring. <laughs> but that's also a society thing. Absolutely. Right? Like so, so many people think that Absolutely. it has to be hard in order to get good. Exactly. And, and hard is just the label, right? The work is the work. Um, but it took me a while to get to that place. But yeah, when I remember that conversation, um, I think that was with a codependent, I think too. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. So you're, 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 by the way, like I really like co-working with you because there's different experiences that I have when I have co-working with people. I also don't like it whenever I co-work with someone and even though I'm being productive, they're not. Cause then I feel like right. we're not serving each other and I'm not serving you. Um, I especially don't like it if someone's like purposely trying to get me not to be productive. Like we're like hanging out, talking like, a bunch, wait, or hanging so out. Let me get this straight. Y'all co-work together? Like that's a hangout? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like think, work, but together. Well, see, like Allison's another p- person that like we can co-work and we get so much done together. And like, there's little jabs of like, oh, the humor and like, let me tell you a joke kind of deal. But then mm-hmm. it's like, all right, cool. And then it's go back. And yeah. Work. Cause I've been to co-working situations where it's like, mostly people just get into conversation. Like, well, I didn't, I came here to work, but I didn't leave getting anything done. So now I'm going to go home and work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's hilarious. Cause I'm completely opposite of all that. It, it, I, like I need to be by myself. I am like that most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly when, obviously I'm not a multitasker. So when I'm doing the work, I'm like working, mm-hmm. but then it's like, I know someone's getting my attention. They're like, so what's up? And they're like, oh, I got to show you this. And then I'm like, oh, that's funny. Great. Awesome. And then you just go back. You're like, what do you think of this? Yeah. So the, my former boss mentor, uh, he, he used to have this thing that when people would talk to him, he would just, he couldn't multitask either. So he'd be on his computer and he'd like be nodding when someone's telling him. So like someone into the room, like, hey man, and he'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And just nod. It's like, okay, cool. Let's do this. Right. And then like, they'll leave and he'll be like, what? He'll like get up and be like, what was that? And then they yeah. make this something happen. So anyway, so he made this rule. He'd say the name and then live. So it'd be like Baldo live. Yeah. And then that meant he would wake up, drop what he's doing and turn around and pay attention to you. Yeah. And then you had his attention for like 10 seconds. Yeah, it's like, like counting. Yeah, what do you need? <laughs> yeah. And you make, oh, I need blah, blah, blah. Okay, done, blah, 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 done. And then, and then he goes back into it. Yeah. And he goes right back into it. And so that's how Baldo is. Oh, yeah. Like, I cannot tell him something if he's like logged in because he was like, I cannot handle that at all. Yeah. So then I just, since I've been my coworker for the past five years, we've chosen to like, do that separately. And right. you know what's funny? The interesting thing is America and I don't eat the same dinner. Okay. We haven't ever. So you imagine like we eat very different things every single day. So when we sit down together, it's like almost like, well, what did you have? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I put together this. Like, All right, cool. Whatever. Yeah. So the, the whole co-working thing, it's just so fascinating because I do believe that if everyone's on the same page together, they can work well. However, I always think about that as like workshops and seminars, like where there's like, a leader who's like basically cult, like curating the meeting almost mm-hmm. right because yeah. right? like co-working i see all y'all and it's weird y'all interact through messages on your phones through emails like you're messaging each other through the laptop like there or like message each other through the phone and giggling and shit and i remember when we first started working together i was like what are y'all doing you're just playing on instagram and facebook all day and they're like no we're working 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much work that gets done on there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Blown away I mean, by how it. much of it? How much of I mean, how much of our business is what, in, what like Instagram? And well, yeah, not a lot of it's it online. Too far, but I got his laptop not too long ago. I didn't. I didn't have a computer for like what six months. Yeah. It was great. I don't answer my emails now. Like it's great. I'm gonna. You ready? Okay. Yeah. You got to. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. P. Yes. <sighs> I like your socks. Your Avo socks. Thanks. Yeah, make sure I take care of these. Thanks. <laughs> Jeez, I can feel like you getting a little... Antsy? Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> right. So, right. I want to help you with this. Okay. All right. So, come with me this way. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah, right. so, first person you kicked off our podcast. All right. There's a hook in the bathroom. Yeah. You got it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yep. Half time. Did it go here? Uh, the higher one. This one? Oh, up there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, that's okay. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, was it over it? Yeah. Okay, that, we're not using that. Hey, John. Hey, John. Can I go get your mans? Your cinnamon coffee. <clears throat> I had tacos yesterday. Tacos? Mm -hmm. I had. Well, you know how I had tacos. I don't even. I don't even. The actual taco part. <laughs> but I had tacos yesterday. There just need to be more options for like jicama tortillas. For what tortillas? Hickama tortillas. What's that? Hickama is a fruit. You can cut it very thin and make it into a wrapper shell. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Hickama. Hickama tortillas. Hickama tortillas. Tortillas de hickama. Wait, do you speak Spanish? Maybe, maybe well. Yeah, I speak a lot of Spanish. <clears throat> All right, I don't know what just happened. Okay, cool. So we're back. <laughs> is this a is this a oat latte? What is that? Oat milk. Yeah, oat milk. Ice latte. Ah, that from Trina. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Trina is the best. Shout out. Yeah, <laughs> I know he he's uh he's been wanting to do a podcast with him too because he knows a lot about coffee and uh, that'd be cool. So let's. I want to get into your story now. How uh how you found all the tools that you're how you got into this profession i guess yeah career um because you also uh owned a clothing company swimsuit line swimsuit line yeah and uh and you've traveled quite a bit you know that we connected on the traveling part as well too yeah i like to get lost and i literally like to get lost and i think it just <laughs> happens like most of the time right like so many acl stories were like where's waldo and i don't know on an adventure i'll just be meditating somewhere <laughs> everybody's <laughs> raging and then you're just in the center did it justice um, you know the band justice no they're like pretty hardcore medium house and you're just sitting there on really i was in the middle yeah i want to try like, that i just felt it right like and i was like all right i'm gonna sit here and close my eyes that's, that's cool thing and you can it's so cool because you just have like all this like energy like people running around and the bass and you're just like that's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'd probably do that too. Well, I was laying down by the flagpole. <laughs> to try. To well, try. I was laying down by the flagpole. It's like, like less I'm crowded. Like, yeah, but I was laying down and I'm feeling the base off the ground. Like, yeah, true. So yeah. I get it. But anyway, what were you going to say? Less concert. Yeah, so let's get into that. Like, how did you, like, why did you first start traveling? And then how did you find these tools? When did you find these tools? Yeah. And all that. 
Um, so I started um, doing the most traveling that I'd done in a short period of time um, right out of high school. So that's when I, I started my first business um, at 17. So I graduated early. I started Lux, Lux Collective. Um, so it was just like a passion project um, at the time. And I was just figuring out how to be my own boss, what it would be like. And then I took a gap year. So I didn't want to go straight to college. And then when I took the gap year, I taught English in Bali. And so I lived there for three months. I was supposed to be there for seven weeks, and I extended my trip a bunch of times because it's a magical place. Um, so I was there, and I was still able to work on my business and make money while I was in Bali. So I was like, wow, this is really amazing. Um, how do I keep doing this? And then um, I collaborated with really awesome models from um, well-known magazines while I was there. They reached out to me and I was like, okay, so you don't have to have a million followers. You don't have to be super established to have these amazing kind of opportunities manifest. Um, so I fell in love with that process. Um, I was in Thailand for a bit, um, traveled around there, uh, went to Australia. It was like all just like four months, a quarter of the year, just gone. Um, and really just asking myself, like, is college meant for me? Is this something I really want to do? What are the pros? What are the cons? It really allowed me to step back because Bali is such a slow-paced lifestyle. It's very zen. Um, so it allowed me to just think about things before rushing. Um, so when I came back, I decided that I didn't want to go to college. Um, my mom was really supportive. And my dad is super, you know, into education, the formal education route, um, but he's still supportive. But every once in a while, he's like, you know, you could always <laughs> go back and so, yeah, I, I worked on that business for another year, hired my first mentor um, and transformed the swimsuit business into a women empowerment brand. So I got into, I uh, hosted my first retreat uh, right before COVID. And that was the plan with that business was to get into women's events. Um, and then COVID hit. So is that the one with, were you going to do that with Maggie? Um, I knew, I met Maggie after. Okay. Yeah. I swear, were we going to do an event with you, like, around, like, South By or something? Because I swear, like, I thought that's how your name first came up. Because I, I... Okay. But this this is all sounding very familiar because I, I think it, I think it was a Maggie's thing that she was planning and she dropped her name. Because then we... Okay. Because I... Maggie brought me here for the first time. That was when I had already started mentoring and coaching yeah. and so Lux has been kind of just in the back like I haven't really yeah worked okay. so I'm not sure I, 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 go ahead but I was yeah. I'm trying to think too because this all sounds very familiar anyway but okay yeah sorry sweet no yeah I, I want to know the connection well because so. we met Maggie at your seminar like we saw she was also at your seminar uh, when we, she was she, there, she was there and there, but I'm saying, I know that y'all are friends anyway. Yeah. Maggie brought me here to yeah. the old location before you guys yes. built this one yes. next door. And then that's when I met, I met you briefly, I think at the live a great story conference, but then that was when we formally yeah. met. And I, I want to say that Maggie was saying, I want to say it was either you or I might've got on a phone call with you and just said, yeah. like, we're talking about doing like this health and wellness retreat. Oh, that's right. And, and I think it was either going to be local or something here. And I was like, oh, I'm down, like, you know, like for whatever. It just fell through. I, it wasn't just, that, well, was it with you? 
Well, I'm saying there was mm. probably about four or five that were coming up that we, we were like retreats are about to take off and yeah. do all these things. And it was like right before COVID hit. It was right had, before. We had got on the phone. Yeah. Right before COVID hit? Like right. Okay, before. then I don't think. Yeah. Hmm. And it was a phone call. It was there definitely was a, a phone call the, because it was something that she was right for women. Yes, yes. But I don't know if it was you. It, it was a women's know. group. And all, but I Maybe. I could have swore. Because like I was through. doing, yeah, it, it fell through, and I think it was for, um, maybe, because no, I, I was talking. I swear it was. okay, before we were friends, yeah. Yeah, because I swear it was, like, this women's group. Well, because I knew who you were, like, from, like, where, this is who we're having a phone call with. Like, I know who she is. I, don't... I swear it is. Oh, yeah. I'll ask Maggie. I swear it is, because okay. I'll come back to you. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I think I was doing a lot of outreach to find people to come and support the retreat, because we were going to do a runway retreat. Um, and so it's going to be this like big production. And so I pro- probably, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we Connecting got to, the dots. yeah, well, we eventually got to go to your seminar anyway. Yes. The first person we yeah. see is Maggie. Yeah. We saw several other people we knew, even the second one as well. Yeah. You know, like I, like I said, it's just a small world here for people who don't know. Austin is yep. like all health and wellness. Like yeah. it's just, it's just, it overlaps. Very health conscious so, people. Yeah. But Hippies, basically. Well, yes. people who want to help each other too. The though. new hippie. I think it's more people want to help each other, and and I think it's it's cool. Well, the thing hippies the norm now, and so it's no longer. Do hippie. people know what hippies right. are? Like, is that a thing still? Well, the thing is that it used to be like, oh, that hippie, but now it's like, well, everyone's hippie, so no one's that hippie anymore. Well, what's hippie? Right. It's, it's woo. It's not hippie. <laughs> what is hippie to you? Um, wear whatever you want, do whatever you want, don't ask for permission. Okay. That's hilarious. I would have never. I would not <laughs> have. That. That's how I define a hippie. I guess that's interesting. How do you define a hippie? Um, more so like they probably don't wear shoes often, <laughs> and maybe like n- not like that natural deodorant, but like but not. A hippie would be like, but if you want to wear shoes, that's cool. Right. <laughs> the, the mindset towards well, others. <laughs> towards others, yeah. I never heard that creed said the way so perfectly. That you way. described it was like, oh, yeah, well, then I know everyone I know is. Is it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. I, like I said, I would never thought of it that yeah. way. I would I would Very into, like, spiritual practices. Well, that's how I used to think of it. Yeah. Is that they were the ones who were talking about, like, spirituality and, like, moons and astrology. Exactly. Yeah. And they were talking about gardening and self-sustainability. Well, a, a, yes. All that. Yeah. A hippie is someone that definitely doesn't believe that, like, this is how it needs to be done. Well, it doesn't believe... That it, yeah. it just believes the man's out to get him. Yeah. I mean, that's Correct. essentially what it is. Yeah. Like, say, you know, get Big Brother off of me. Like, I don't trust... You know, Big Brother. That's mm-hmm. essentially what it is, yeah. and it's it's the fight, the peaceful revolution, in that we're all connected and we all just need love. I basically hippies. I I, I paint it's peace and love. That's really what yeah. it comes down to. Truly. Yeah. And I like her definition of it too, though. I give a shit. Yeah. Do what you want. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Don't ask for permission. Then there's there's not a lot of hippies left in Austin. <laughs> 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 that's, that's what it is. Um, yeah. So then, what, so then, let me real quick. How yeah. did you even choose Bali? Like, why did you choose that place? Um, I was looking through um, this like international volunteering headquarters like association, and they had all these different projects. So they had like turtle conservation, construction, building schools, um, and then teaching, teaching English, and then depending on the grade and what you wanted, and then they had the countries available for where you could do that. Nice. So I was looking at Sri Lanka, Bali, um, a few other places, Portugal, um, and then I ended up with Bali. I just fell in love with it. Before even going, I still haven't gone there, but 
You would love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was watching this. Uh, well, same thing. There's a new season of the Chef's Table, and there's uh, a couple. Such of a good restaurants. show. Couple of restaurants in Bali that I'm like I want to go check it out. And so you just want that's your bucket list just to go to all the restaurants and chef's table. Or chef's table. You're like I want to know your story, but really I just want to hear about Bali. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but I mean, uh, I, it seems it's everything that I've ever heard from Bali is is paradise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a magical place. Yeah, but I really want to road trip it. Is the thing, and so yeah. that's what I like to do on the New Year's. Um, Drive around Bali. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from like. Whatever to whatever. Right. <laughs> right. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> okay. It's not the scale. It's because the bridges cr- cross right through the islands. Uh, at least, at least you have to take a boat. You have to take a boat. Okay, maybe that's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Gili T is a really cool island. Uh, it's a party island. There's three Gili Islands, and then Gili T. I went there for my birthday for a weekend. It was crazy. They have horses on the island. No cars, obviously. Um, and the trash situation there is interesting because they don't really have a proper trash system, uh, and they have a lot of plastic. So they, they will literally have spots on the island where they just burn everything, and you can just, like, walk by, and it's just, like, burning all this trash. Um that is something they didn't talk about before I went to Bali was like how much trash, trash there is. Yeah. Some people can talk about Bali and they'll talk about that in, ex- in their experience. Like it was something that we saw, but it wasn't anything that affected like us staying there or liking yeah. it or anything. Um, but I think I know somebody that's working there right now on a project to help put in a more like systemized process so they can like have things exit the island and leave and there not be so much plastic, but it's, it's a whole other thing. It was interesting you say that because for his birthday party that night when we all went out, yeah. uh, uh, Shannon's husband, he said that uh, he was uh, riding with a friend of his who was swimming across, was it from Hawaii to yeah. California? Yeah. Whoa. And he was saying out there that the amount of plastic that they were basically picking up on the, it was just him in a boat and the guy swimming. So he kept seeing all this plastic. He literally just kept picking up plastic in the water. Wow, and he was crazy. like, I'm going to need like a huge, huge like ship to pick up all the plastic that I saw. He was and, swimming through it. And he was swimming through it. So then he's wow. like, thinking like, wow, we need to do something about this. What can we do? Like start cultivating like all this plastic that's in yeah. the water. And uh, I think that's the issue that most people forget about. They don't, they don't want to talk about it, right? It's yeah. Because we consume so damn much that it's like everything's in a plastic container now right yeah so it winds up in the ocean it's just how it is with the landfill yeah well i mean Mm. there's that big section of the ocean where like the currents oh yeah what's it called situation yeah which is part of what they were raising awareness at some point uh from that some from that swim is the ocean whatever yeah it's like a island of plastic yeah it's crazy in the middle of the ocean somewhere in between because they're all for some reason the currents bring it all to this one point yeah. and it's just like it's insane the pictures of it are insane god bless Which, and it's a lot like it's a it's a stupid it's like, disgusting it's texas or something like that yeah it's crazy like the size of texas the of size texas. of texas an island out there we'll look it up just... and i'll put it on the show notes too because it's important that's ridiculous <laughs> it's yeah. a lot right and so then you have people like our other friend like Colin right like that uh, um, yeah. that, that wants to do a project on how to build uh, houses out of right. plastic that's found in, in this area wow um, well we have a t-shirt 
it's made out of plastic bottles. Yeah, Radiohead, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, let's... Well, like, there's solutions for these things. I think it's just, all right, you want to talk about this. This is what you need to do. Plastic Magic beach. on. In plastic like beach, gorilla, plastic, yeah. Gorillas made us look So we went to a, a networking event a couple weeks ago with uh, uh, Conscious Capitalism. Okay. Oh, and, yeah, you need to come to that. And it's that really interesting cool. how they look at investing in companies because there's a lot of yeah. mergers, acquisition, people, VCs. And so they were talking about this last year, right? how business was affected for them. Okay. And so there was a lot of different things in the room being thrown out there. One of them was like, business is now indestructible, which was really interesting. Right. And, and the, the speaker's like, well, do tell, tell me more. And so they're like, the systems that are in place now are stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. And the new ones that were created are, are really going to be the future now. So you go back to the plastic, everyone got everything Uber Eats and favored. Yeah. So everything's prepackaged. And then we have the medical supplies, all that's in paper and plastic. So you just imagine the consumption of it is just going up and up and up. Mm. And I'm just thinking like, all right, when you look at the capital consciousness, they were saying like, we invest in companies that go green because of regulation purposes, not because they have a purpose. And I'm sitting there the whole time thinking like, God dang, we need prep to your door in here right now. Yeah, I was going to so say, I was saying, thinking like, of them. Yeah, I was just saying, you're going there, just wreck house, right? Like, she's <laughs> like, you need this and this and this, and this is how we're going to do it. She's about us. Yeah, and 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 Fias could come in and speak as well. And then you, because the consciousness was this, this is the interesting part. They said, what do you think of with capital and consciousness? What does that mean? Yeah. And one guy said, well, capitalism is a tool, right? It's basically a resource to do whatever you want. Yeah. And consciousness is, I, he's, uh, I forgot what he says, like an emotion or relationship or something yeah. he, was say, he was saying. And there, and they kept saying, don't look at things as just as numbers and data. We need to stop looking at people and, and business as just numbers and data and look at relationships. That's what he was basically saying. That's what consciousness. Yeah. Baldo mm-hmm. had to say it's awareness. I was like, it's just awareness that you're making an impact. Yeah. Right. And what that is and be aware that whether that's negative or positive or how you view it. And right. Just to be aware. That's, that's what I. But that was the shift in having to bring it to these corporations attention of like, the awareness of the impact on your local community is everything. Yeah. And you talk about that old hippie mentality is that's how it used to be. Right. And now you have all these people who turn Austin to Silicon Valley and they don't, also, they don't see it that way. They're just looking at tech and yeah. AI and just like, we can yeah. take this to the right. moon, right? Yeah. Right. It's also interesting to give that answer because it came from a person, right? And yes. From you and I that, yeah. that actually are running businesses successfully right now. Yes. And so that answer could have come from someone that's not running a business and they probably would have just been like, whatever. Oh, yeah. But the fact that we were in that room meant something because there was, it was pretty impressive who was in that room. I'm just going to say that. And what's really interesting about it was they made another comment about, you know, like how business was. No one ever made a comment about their staff or workers. Yeah. No. Like none of them even acknowledged how difficult it probably was for their staff, like the lower level staffers of right. corporations, like no one did except for one guy at the very end. at the very end, and their jaws dropped when we told them that we were small business has been open since day one, seeing yeah. people face to face because none of them had. Most of them just came out of basically their houses for the past year and a half. Yeah, this was their first interaction with people in That's a year crazy. and a half. Yeah, that's really interesting. And so their business view... And we haven't stopped hugging people. We haven't. We haven't. <laughs> but their view of everything when it comes to awareness yeah. is very different. It's like you would have to show them... Like, I don't know, there's an old movie called uh, The Man Who Stare at Goats. And it's a kind of the main... It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool because it's it's military-based, but they're teaching them like NLP, like, yeah. like hypnosis almost. Yeah. 
to to as mind warfare. Right. And this, and, but you win people over with love. Love's always going to conquer fear. Mm. Like that's what it comes down to. So in that room, the speaker said, capitalism brings people together. So when you want the change to happen, you need a group of people to do it together. And that's the community that you can form with mm-hmm. capitalism. Yeah. And I was like, that's beautiful. That's exactly how I've always seen it. The revolution, the change comes with capitalism. Yeah. And it's the place and the space to do it. However, you can take it and use it for your advantage or whatnot. But they even made it seem like capitalism was going away. Hmm. Like it was a threat. Yeah. What's not? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't see it that way. Uh, you know, but just going back to the whole mentality, all those people in there, Baller and I, I know he thought this too. I was like, I wonder how much shit's going on through their head right now. <laughs> like really, how many of them just basically have had insomnia and impotence mm. and constipation the past year and they didn't do shit for it. They just stayed at home and drank. Like, they, do, they didn't literally do anything for themselves last year. Yeah. And they were so terrified and fearful and we're sitting there vibrating the room like in a sense of like, damn, this is badass. Like, this is a whole new opportunity. Right. That's what we saw. Yeah. And we said this, hey, we could host the next meeting at our place. Mm-hmm. And like, we'd love to do that. There you go. And I was like, oh, we got some speakers <laughs> over here. Just wait till you hear Mario yeah, and Carl. Sponsor, we'll yes. do as we got this. Yeah, I was like, yeah. It was like, because they all, all they had was cookies and like, soda we got you but, yeah. but they were excited and it was cool because you talk about the change that you want to see mm. the ripple effect right mm-hmm. that's how you can make a huge change in the world imagine they we bring yeah. you in and say y'all gonna listen to margo right like you're gonna listen to her and you're gonna hear how she can change your mind starting now mm-hmm. and then it infiltrates that same approach into your corporations mm. and then next you know corporate wellness takes on a whole nother meaning that's imagine, what's next imagine if corporate wellness wasn't just like we're gonna do your blood work we're gonna look at your x-rays no you're required changing to do a one week everything every week with yeah yeah how, how, fuck yeah how much I think that's something that you and I can work on there it is uh, Matrix it is. what is it Matrix the <laughs> <laughs> business has been born everyone God right here I told him no new projects yet they have so many on their eyes it's not gonna be it's just gonna be more of what we're doing well CJ in, in, in a strategic yeah. well you saw CJ he just walked yeah. by all we have to tell him he's an engineer he'll yeah, like, he yeah done. Matrix Solutions I'm in like, <laughs> he would though he would he's like this is how we do it <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about it is that it's not doing something new. It's just like it's it's basically a business. It's all it ever really is 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 it's such a strategic way to do something, right? Like and then making a mm-hmm. program out of it because that's how we built four, three, four businesses. Now it's just that we're spending a lot of money on this thing. Like, why don't we just make money in, on it instead? Well, like, mm-hmm. but, right, Margo, your story is our story because we didn't we didn't have a million followers to start off to start yeah. a supplement company. We still don't. We still don't. <laughs> yeah. We have like twenty five hundred followers. Right? And, and and we did it you did numerically it. just online though I mean yeah, the amount of just, people yeah. that are here that sure, don't right, care right. about that yeah but the thing is we didn't but how pump. many heartbeats have we affected that's uh, the real uh, that's the real <laughs> question right get that number you did organically yeah that was the difference that's the thing you did organically yes yes yeah. And there's sincerity behind it. And the thing is, you already know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know how to present yourself. You know how to talk to people. You know how uh, to run a business. The skill sets you have already, it's like, yeah, you could teach everyone that over and over again, and you'll have a job for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're basically you know, Dale Carnegie, right, in the making. Well, that's a... You just dropped that one. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, but that's, but yeah. that's what I see when I go to your seminars. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you have such a strong presence, like like a positive. Like I told you, like you're in your element. Like it's cool to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's. Uh, I think when you can grow organically like that, especially in the beginning, you build a foundation for knowing what it takes to just have you be the one that's running the business. So if you wanted to get into something that was paid or you're doing all these other things, I think it's an amazing way for those listening too. If you're starting out or you have that idea that you absolutely can do whatever it is you want to do yeah. organically. Yeah. Well, there's also this thing about, um, like having that presence. There's also this thing about, um, like not having your mind on so many things. Like you can't do it all, all the time. Right. So, yeah. like so many people put that pressure on themselves mm. in the business and yeah. when they try to like, uh, you know, put themselves forward or go give a speech, then you can feel that because they're not 100% there. They're like thinking about like, I can't wait to finish this. Cause I need to go do this and go do that. Mm. And, this. and it's like, yeah, be here now like not to try to sound woo or like typical but it's true though like it's yeah. like, just do what you're doing now uh and, and then and do it at the best possible and then exactly the and rest of it will take care of itself that's like what you were saying about not worrying too much about the future but it's just like everything that you're doing now is creating that yeah you're manifesting the future i mean really right now this is this is the magic that you can uh, you can look forward to if you can manifest the reality in your head first then essentially deja vu is usually what happens. Like I've seen this before, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I've been here. Is this a dream? Was this a vision? Yeah. Um, manifestation, daydreaming, call it the same thing. Yep. Right. It's like, I still daydream. I mm-hmm. still dream big. I think about like doing this and doing this just like when I was a little kid and that part is the creative part we need. And it goes back to like the mental wellness aspect. Mm-hmm. In business and just in life, you're going to have ups and downs, just like stress. And stress is not a bad thing. Stress is never a bad thing. You need stress. It's mm. a necessity. You can it's get high. stronger by stress. You get stronger, just like with pain. You need pain. You can get stronger with it, right? Because then you feel that much more grateful for the joy that mm, comes back. The contrast, yeah. Right? So there's going to be ups and downs. Van Gogh's blue period taught us what? how to love how to love ourselves mm-hmm. right even when you're the deepest most down you can say you can find inner beauty in even the darkest spots and then you pass on a legacy that can basically inspire millions of people to come mm-hmm. and so every time that you open your mouth and say something that you inspire one individual if they change that mindset they're the future what they're the future of this they're the future that that's going to create and then that's how you give back to your community mm-hmm. it's not that you're trying to change the world worldwide if you're going to right. do a mass Tony Robbins style seminar, you probably will one day. And yeah. I can imagine you do into a sold out arena. That's my, that's definitely on the timeline. Yeah. And that's how I've had that vision too. Baldur's helped me put it together as mm. well. And one day Baldur will be on that same stage. Yep. And if you look at it, you are already there. You already feel it. You I already can, feel the excitement. You can already you see can it. Feel it. You yeah. see the lights going off. You 1, know, you have the mic right here. You say, I know exactly how I'm going to say it. Yeah. And then when it gets to that point, <laughs> yeah. you're not surprised. Well, what's crazy mm. is that athletes have been using these tools all, all their lives. Free throws. Right? Free throws because with eyes closed. It's always, it's always that right. thing about, like, how did it feel to win the championship? Like, well, I already won it. Like, so many Visualize it. Going yeah, like, people do it. People do it. And they just sometimes don't even realize what they're doing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, well, the thing about it is, like, you f- we tend to focus on the negative so much. Yeah. Right? Like, because we worry about that. Like, you can. Because then you try to predict how that's going to change or whatnot, right? Right, like and, what you don't want to happen. Yeah. The other day, like, you've heard of, like, the whole idea of, like, uh, appreciate, uh, or the, the the bad times are there so that you can appreciate the good times. Coming. Right. Well, the other day, I heard it the opposite. It's like, hey, really enjoy the good times so you can see the worth of the bad times. 
and and I was like, that's cool. That's yeah. really interesting because mm. like, you can flip it back and forth. Right. Well, that happens. The reason you just said that last part is really involved in like anxiety because there's a lot of people who like myself will kind of almost wait for the shoe to drop. Mm. And it's like this weird feeling like, oh, it's going so well. You just know something's about to happen. Right? Uh, and it's just so yeah. odd because you can change it a little bit and say, yeah, there's probably something that's going to happen. And don't be surprised when it does. Yeah. Like the way or not, or, or maybe not, who knows. Right. The and shoe doesn't knows. have to drop, but that's, that's even harder to change. Right. Because it's one of the others that I think, <laughs> I think it is because a lot of times it's basically telling yourself over and over again, you're okay. You're okay. Everything's okay. I had to do that for like the second year of our business. We yeah. literally just breath work. Like I'm okay. I had a mantra like in my head. I would just mm. say over and over and well, over. There, there were so many times that I was that I can see him like in his head and I would just like open a book and be like, here, just read that quick. And then, <laughs> and then I would just walk away. <laughs> but I would have and to. And I wouldn't know what he was going through. I just need Right. But there was something and I was like, here, read this real quick. But the idea, yeah. the thoughts in my head are like a cycle. So like, there'll be like one thought that I recycle in my head for like, you know, a hundred times and then it's on to the next one mm-hmm. and then it's on to the next one. So when I get stuck in that cycle, it is hard to get out of, right? Because you're thinking like, I don't want to focus on this anymore. What can I put my focus on? That's why people get What do you distracted. want instead? Yeah. So, instead? So that's a tool, right? That you would use it. Like, how do I step out? And view this cycle from like out here. Like what would, right. what would be the tool here? Let's get into a tool. So uh, perceptual positions is something that you did at the front of the room. Yes. Um, if you're in a situation, you can do it with versions of yourself, like your future version of yourself, and I'll explain it, or you can do it with somebody else. Um, but to zoom out of a situation, get charge off a situation, and then think from an outside perspective, so then you can choose what you want to do and have it be easier to focus on what you want, is essentially... Um, explain it i'm using my hands but so you can understand it. it's you're you're standing in one spot as yourself right now and then you can i i do this often now and it's actually really powerful you can speak to um you five years from now let's say you're in a situation and you're like it's really hard to focus on what i want right now or i i feel like it's a low point or i need to get perspective on this we have all the answers <laughs> we have all the answers within us a lot of these tools help people to get to the point where they can practice it to where you don't even need the tool anymore. Um, and then it can just be like, oh, okay, well, what would, you know, Margo five years from now tell me to do right now in this month? Okay, cool, cool. I have perspective now. But the process of perceptual positions is you stand in one spot, position one, and you're speaking as yourself right now, looking at your future version of yourself five years from you now speaking to that person so let's say in this in this moment hey i don't really know what to do right now i'm fed up it's i'm thinking negative thoughts i xyz about this situation i need help you just empty out your bucket until there's nothing left to say and then you step out of you now and you step into you five years from now until you can fully embody you five years from now and speak to you now almost like an older sister an older brother or a godlike figure almost this the, the wisdom right the sage like you know and you're speaking to the version of you now that's struggling and then you just speak to them from that perspective and then position three when you're done with position two is a party a third party fly on the wall who sees the entire situation they see the you that was struggling they see the future you that already made the decision 
and they see the whole situation from an outside perspective, and they you say as the third party what you see. And then you go back to the version of you now and you notice the difference. And every single time it brings peace, calmness, and then you have the answer. And then you can think critically and logically rather than emotionally and reactively. Um, and it can take as long as you need it or as short and you can even do it sitting, sitting down in a chair and then, you know, it's, you can get pretty creative with it. Yeah. Perceptual cool. positions. Yeah. Perceptual positions. Okay. Like All right. I'm going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I mean, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> any, any last thoughts, comments, anything you want to share, anything specific? I know you have a big training on the December that's mm -hmm. that and then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're doing uh, a full NLP certification training. Uh, Carl and I through our business, um, December 3rd. Um, and it's going to be for five days. Um, and in addition to that, through my business, I'm doing a really exciting retreat end of September, September 23rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. Uh, it's for young entrepreneurs that have worldly goals, are wanting to make an impact now and want to create having it all in their life on a micro level with a bunch of people that want to do the same yep. i'm super excited about it i'm going to take what we do in seminars and the certification training put it into that a lot of action planning masculine and then also the feminine of being in a really beautiful space for four days integration a lot of other exciting things um yeah you're still doing the hangouts like you do like, they should do like a friday night kind of deal i did that the social gathering um i haven't planned when the next one is do yeah do it here yeah please. <laughs> uh yeah and then other than that i guess thank you so much for coming on yeah like, this is awesome how can we find you yeah um so i'm most active on instagram so margo and then mentoring m-a-r-g-u-x and then mentoring connect with you there nice awesome. this was awesome Boom. Alright.